Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. <coughs> Pardon me. Sorry. <laughs> um, let's see. We are reading in the book of Acts. That's the Acts of the Apostles. We are ready to read chapter 18. We read chapter 17. Now, chapter 17, Paul had spoke in Athens. And while some had mocked and, and not believed... Um, there were others who, who had believed and joined him. So, we're going to move on now into uh, chapter 18. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. And he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, recently from Italy. And Okay, <clears throat> let me try that again. And he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to leave Rome. And he went to see them, and because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked, for they were tent makers by trade. Oh, you know what? I guess I, I probably knew this at one point. It seems like I knew this, but I had forgotten that Paul was a tent maker. You always you always find out things as you come back around. Okay, very cool. So they were tent makers by trade, and uh, because he was of the same trade, so he's saying that uh, Paul was was a tent maker. Hmm, interesting. That was something I didn't know. Okay, so anyway, and he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and tried to persuade Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was occupied with the word, testifying to the Jews that the Christ was Jesus. And when they opposed and reviled him, he shook out his garments and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I am innocent. From now on I will go to the Gentiles. And he left there, and he went to the house of a man named Titius Justus, a worshiper of God. His house was next door to the synagogue. Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed in the Lord together with his entire household. And many of the Corinthians, hearing Paul, believed and were baptized. And the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, Do not be afraid, but go on speaking, and do not be silent, for I am with you, and no one will attack you to harm you, for I have many in this city who are my people. Now see, this sounds a little bit like, do you remember... When Elijah was, you know, complaining and, and, and crying that he was the only one. And, and God's like, no, you're not the only one. There's more. And, and maybe Paul was feeling a little bit that way here. I don't want to read into something, but maybe he was feeling a little, um, a little frustrated. A little, you know, like, I'm the only one. I keep talking to y'all and you don't believe me. And, you know, but here the Lord is reassuring him and saying, look, go on speaking, do not be silent, I'm with you. I have many in this city who are my people. You know, we, we need to remember that too. We need to remember that. Sometimes we feel like we're the only ones or like we're just, you know, um, sometimes, okay, any of us can, can feel like we're not making any progress, like we're not doing anything, we're not, you know, well, what's the point? This isn't getting anything done, nobody's, you know, uh, in Paul's case, nobody's listening, nobody's uh, paying attention, uh, people, everybody's getting mad at me, nobody believes me, you know. So he's in this 
he's in this constant struggle and and it's understandable that sometimes we get you know we get a little um uh, i can't think of the right word right now but we get a little uh, like we get disappointed and maybe a little depressed and maybe a little um you know feel a little defeated feel like we're not making progress again like uh like we're we're just not accomplishing what we want to accomplish and it's really frustrating when you're you know he's genuinely concerned for these people and he really wants them to understand and believe and to be saved you know and they're not listening so it's really frustrating all right so <clears throat> nonetheless and he stayed a year and six months teaching the word of god among them so whoa hold on that's a year and a half a year and a half, he stayed in Corinth with the Corinthians. Okay, so he stayed there a year and a half teaching to them. Wow. All right, but when Gallio was proconsul of the Achaia, the Jews made a united attack on Paul and brought him before the tribunal, saying, This man is persuading people to worship God contrary to the law. Hmm. How odd. Okay. But when Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, If it were a matter of wrongdoing or vicious crime, O Jews, I would have reason to accept your complaint. But since it is a matter of questions about words and names and your own law, see to it yourselves. I refuse to be a judge of these things. And he drove them from the tribunal. In other words, he's like, I'm not going to judge your religion for you. I'm not going to figure your you know your beliefs out for you okay and they see let's see hold on and he drove them from the tribunal and they all seized Sothenes the ruler of the synagogue and beat him in front of the tribunal but Gallio paid no attention to any of this oh my goodness okay well I did not know that all right so so in other words, this kind of backfired on them, and it kind of proves out what the Lord was telling Paul, you know, that he would no harm would come to him. No one will attack you to harm you. And instead, this, this guy got a whooping. And, I mean, you know. Anyway, back then, I know times were different, but, you know, we shouldn't be taking people to court over religious matters. We shouldn't be taking, well, honestly, we shouldn't be taking... Our fellow, <clears throat> our fellow Christians to court anyway. We should be, you know, handling things in a Christian manner. But uh, in this case, they were these were all Jews. Okay, so but nonetheless, that doesn't make it any bet any better. Um, and the Lord worked this out for Paul, where you know Gallio's like, nah, you know, if it was a matter of crime, you know, if it was really a matter of crime and and the law, that would be one thing, but. He's like, since it's a matter of, you know, it's just questions of your religion, of what you believe, and your own, you know, your own beliefs, your own laws, you know, which are not the same. See, the religious laws were not the same as the, the uh, secular, the, the, the real laws of the land. So, all right, so, after this. Paul stayed many days longer, and then took leave of the brothers and set sail for Syria, and with him Priscilla and Aquila at Syncria. Syncria. I'm going to call it Syncria, okay? I, I really don't know how you say this. 
At Synchria he had cut his hair, for he was under a vow. And they came to Ephesus, and he left them there, but he himself went into the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. He was under a vow. That is supposed to mean something to me, and right now it does not mean anything to me. <coughs> so I apologize that I cannot remember what that is in regards to. So I'm going to move on. But I think there's something that you can find out about what kind of vow he was under. And I, I, someone has spoken about this in the past, but I can't bring it back into my mind right now. Okay. So I am going to move on, but if you remember that or think of that, you know, um, try to let us know. You can let us know in the comments on YouTube. Um, as far as the podcast goes, I'm not really sure. Um, you can also leave a comment on Facebook. I usually try to put things up there, too. Okay. So when they asked him to stay for a longer period, he declined. But on taking leave of them, he said, I will return to you if God wills, and he set sail from Ephesus. When he had landed at Caesarea, he went up and greeted the church and then went down to Antioch. After spending some time there, he departed and went from one place to the next through the region of Galatia and Phrygia, 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 uh, strengthening all the disciples. Now a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man competent in the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning Jesus, though he knew only the baptism of John. Hmm. He, be <clears throat> pardon me. Sorry. <clears throat> he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, but when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And when he wished to cross to Achaia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to welcome him. When he arrived, he greatly helped those who through grace had believed, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures that the Christ was Jesus. So this is Apollos, which we will hear more about later. And that's very interesting. So he was a very good speaker and... He spoke and taught things accurately, though he knew only the baptism of John at that time. Hmm. So that's that's very good. There are, you know, we should always remember that there are different levels. I mean, sometimes you have someone who's new, who's a new Christian, and they do not know as much as someone who's been a Christian longer. Uh, sometimes you have people who've been a Christian maybe for years, but, um, like, there's a difference. Let's say... You've been a Christian for 10 years, okay? And you take two Christians who've been Christians for 10 years, and you have one who has been very busy with a lot of things, and they have put some time into the Bible, but not, not, you know, not tons of time. Maybe they've only been able to study maybe, you know, half hour a day. And then you have someone who's been a Christian for 10 years, but they have been maybe active in, uh, in, uh, in a ministry and had uh, hours every day to study and learn and do more, they may be further along. That doesn't mean these two people are not still both Christians and not, you know, um, and not uh, part of the same church and everything like that. It just means they're in different places and they're having different experiences because their lives are different. You know, they are, 
and that, that's normal for all of us. We're all in different places. We're all, um, we all have different lives and different um, experiences and perspectives in life. So um, it's just something to remember. You know, you could have been a Christian longer than someone, but that person could be really intensely in the ministry full-time, and they know more than you because they've been full-time in the ministry that's what they do. That is their life. That's what they're breathing and living to a degree that maybe you can't do it because you have a family su to support and, you know, things. And, and you do as much as you can, but you cannot compete with that. And and so for that reason, they learn more and they have more knowledge. And, you know, you can learn. You, we can all learn from each other anyway. So I'm not saying we can't. But just explaining that sometimes we're at all different levels uh, in our knowledge and our experience in life. So... Sometimes a younger person might know something you don't. Sometimes an older person will know something you don't. It, it varies. It's good to hear, listen to each other and try to think about uh, the different experiences and things. You know, uh, I think there's benefit to that. And I just thought it was interesting that Apollos here um, didn't know everything. It's not like he was one of Jesus' disciples and he wasn't um, one of the apostles. So he maybe he wasn't in the same place as say Paul and the other apostles and 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 even the original disciples of which there were more than just the twelve you know so maybe he wasn't at that place but he was still able to able to contribute and still able to to teach and be a part of the of the overall ministry and and spread God's word so I just found that interesting sorry I'm probably just droning on too long about that but nonetheless it just shows that we can contribute and do something at all levels okay all right so um that is the book of acts chapter 18 thank you for listening hope you have a wonderful day and remember god loves you